When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? Porpoise Pod here with you. It is Brendan Tobin alongside my co-host Alejandro Solana. Solana, what's going on, man? This is our first uh, week uh, having to follow a loss. You know, you I flew solo after that depressed fest that was the Cincinnati. I apologize, by the way, to our audience for that episode. It was very sad. I was at an Irish pub, which was a good time. But, you know, like I had to do one of those things at a radio event where I'm just like, hey, we're giving away dolphin tickets, everybody. And not everybody was as cheerful after Tua, you know, got his head snapped in into the ground again. And so he wasn't, you know, it was a little bit yeah. of a damper. So my mood was a little bit sour after that one. But it's good to have you back, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm glad to be back. It was, uh, you know, it sucked not being able to react to this. I heard, um, I heard the episode you did solo and uh, the show honestly sounded better without me. No, and... that's not true. <laughs> no, but I just... Just we're gonna get into it. Just uh, a tough week. Yeah, tough week, this is like it, it was worst case scenario. You know, like we're in this place where we talked a little bit about Tua's back injury, him being banged up going into that game, and the idea that you know maybe should you sit him. But then you hear him talk, and you know how much he wants to stay out there. It's a big matchup between him and Joe Burrow, and then all of a sudden, you know, the worst happens that he gets slammed into the ground. I didn't think that he looked fantastic in that game to begin with, Solana. I don't know about what your read of that was, but you know, to see that happen on national television was uh, was awful. And you know, the Dolphins, everybody's very mad at them right now. It's still on. I was at uh, I was at the gym today on the elliptical. I look up Wolf Blitzer. He's talking Dolphins. <laughs> Dolphins guy. See Tua's, you know, frozen body there on the field still to, on a, on a news network talking about how uh, how evil concussions are. And I feel I feel terrible for him because, you know, I feel terrible for him. I feel terrible for the Dolphins organization. I feel bad for everybody in the scenario because it's a violent sport. I think that nobody had bad intentions, but the the worst case scenario happened. And, and, and you know, yeah, you're going to deal with some uh, you're going to deal with some ramifications from that. Yeah, I mean, it, it does suck that McDaniel and the Dolphins organization itself, the Dolphins doctors are being criminalized right now. You know, everybody's kind of reacting the same way that that I, I think I understand because not only was it worst case scenario where he hits his head and he's concussed, but Tobin, I didn't I didn't get to react the way most people did watching yeah. the game on Amazon, right? I'm up in the booth. It happened on the other side of me. I see Tua down there laying for 12 minutes and obviously we're frightened. We're, we're, we're sad because nobody wants to see two of all people, not because he's a starting quarterback, but because he really is such a good dude. Yeah. And he's dealt with injuries, um, which I think by the way, plays a major part of why he allowed himself to get rushed back despite the back injury. Agreed. But when I get to, I land at five in the morning after the game. And now I get to see the reaction, this vitriol reaction to the Miami Dolphins organization, to the NFL, 
to the doctors for letting him go back out there. And I see the video where his hands, you know, kind of cramp up and he's in that position. I get it. I understand the optics of it. I understand people are kind of taken back by the brutality of this game. I understand people demand answers and they want somebody to blame. How could it be possible that after what looked to be a head injury against Buffalo, what looked to be, I want to be very specific there, how could they let him back out there on short rest mm-hmm. to top all of that off um, and, and be put in a position where this could happen? And, you know, it sucks, but it's a reality of the game. Tobin, a lot of people don't realize this won't be the last time Tua Tungabailoa gets hit that way. And this won't be the last time he's injured. And this won't be the last time where he's taken down in an aggressive manner. Of course. It is football, you know, and I'm not I'm not downplaying concussions. I'm not downplaying the severity of what can happen after repeated concussions. Like I think all of those things are super serious. And Tua, the Dolphins, Mike McDaniel, the doctors, the independent doctor from the NFL, neurologist who is no longer a member of the NFL. Yeah. Um, but even, I, you, you even I don't think s- any of those people downplay the severity of that either, right? Like the NFL has, has, has taken strides and truthfully has compared to what they were 10 years ago, gone in the, the right direction to prevent these things. But you can't prevent head injuries in the NFL unless you don't play. They do, yeah. Look, they do what they can. Like they wear those, uh, what are those, those guardian hat things that they wear during training camp. Like, look, right. it's definitely been something they've tried to suppress as much as possible, and you, as you can in a contact sport where people are flying all around. I mean, look, he got a roughing the passer penalty that same drive, wasn't it? Was it? I think uh, it was either that same drive or the drive before where Tua right. got a got a roughing the passer. So they try and take care of their quarterbacks. And yeah, to your point, I do think it plays a huge role his durability, what's on the line for him this year. Remember, it was just a year ago where Tua was pissed because Brian Flores was sitting him over a finger injury. And he thought that he was good enough and healthy enough to go. And Brian Flores sat him. He eventually played in that game anyway. He got brought in for uh, for Jacoby Reset in the Ravens game, which you talked about at length a couple of weeks ago. But I, I do think that that probably played a thing. And look, this has been a very harmonious relationship with Mike McDaniel, who is a rookie head coach. And does he take blame in it? Was he complacent in it? Maybe I could say that being, I don't think he does it saying like, yes, Tua, you play. That's right, Tua. You go out there with your scrambled eggs brain because you're better than Teddy Bridgewater. I don't think that happens. I think that Tua says he's good. The doctors say, hey, seems like he's okay. You know, I think we avoid something here. He's dealing with a back injury. And look, by the way, it doesn't even seem like the players association knows because they came out and said, well, we're mad at if he, even if it was a back injury, we're mad. Well, it's like, well, now you're kind of widening the net of sure. what you're pissed off about. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't be scared or shouldn't be concerned because what happened to Tua was very, very scary. And you never want to see that happen to a guy, especially a guy like Tua is very famous, adorable, all these types of things. Um, and everybody's rooting for him in this fan base. It was it was the worst case. I say this, the worst case scenario as a Dolphin fan to see that happen to him on national television. Um, but, you know, I, I really don't feel like the Dolphins were being sneaky here. Like, for example, like with the with the tampering thing, 
dude, the Dolphins were sneaky on that. They deserve <laughs> to be punished. First round pick, a little bit strong, but they deserve to be embarrassed and punished for that because it was so blatant. Who gets busted for tampering? They deserve to be embarrassed for that. You know, when your offensive line coach snorts a powdered substance and it gets videotape and the videotape gets released by a stripper, you would you deserve some embarrassment for that. I, I don't necessarily think they deserve shame for this because I don't know how many places this would have gone wrong, could have gone wrong. I think now everybody's going to be super extra careful because they don't want the players associating being pissed at them. Um, but you know, I, I don't, I really don't feel like anybody had bad intentions here. And I think a big play of it was Tua wanted to play. He seemed fine. And what he typically does coming off of injury in that game against the bills is looked upon in sports as heroic. You were tough. You went through it. You threw a game-winning touchdown drive. Like, all of this stuff is usually applauded. And, yeah, it was very scary to see him stumble like that on the field. But, you know, for for if you would have thought, Mike McDaniel thought, coming off of that win, it was going to turn into what it was. I, I don't think in a million years you thought it could have been that bad. But, you know, I think that's why everybody is is pissed because the optics look bad. And it ended in the worst way possible. Yeah, and I don't know how you feel about th this reaction to Sunday's injury where people are not, not even assuming. They're just jumping to the conclusion now because he had the head injury, because he reacted to that head injury the way he did. People are jumping to the conclusion. One, the Dolphins doctors and the independent neurologist from the NFL just kind of – didn't follow protocols as they should have and let him out on the field in, in an irresponsible way, right? Like that's, that's the first conclusion. And number two, a ton of people are just saying he had a concussion. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt in my mind. And Tobin, when you watch that replay, I don't think anybody will deny it looks like a head injury. It looks like he, it does. What, 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 what's the cliche everybody's using? He got his door, uh, door rang or whatever. Bell He's got his bell rung. I'm terrible at uh at um at th those uh what what do they call them uh, uh metaphors those metaphors whatever yeah um yeah. <laughs> whatever but there's no doubt you watch that the optics of it for sure for sure you say to yourself head injury but I'm not gonna sit down on my couch three days later play the result and say that neurologist was wrong he clearly had a concussion. The Dolphins doctors were negligent. He clearly had a concussion. These are trained medical professionals who follow the science and they're all liable for what happens. You're yeah. telling me that a group of doctors just said, hey, Tua, whatever they, whatever they ask you, tell them it was a, a back injury. Don't worry about it. You're fine. Get back out there. Like, I, I just, I, I'm sorry, man. I don't buy that. And I really, really don't like the reaction where everybody is just, now saying that was a concussion. There's no doubt in my mind that was a concussion when there was there there was an investigation into it. There were protocols day the day it happened, the day after, the day after, the day after, four days after, and he cleared all those protocols. So I what's right. Mike McDaniel supposed to do? They tell I, him he's okay. Tua wants to go out there. He's saying he's ready to go, that it was a back injury. The doctors tell him it's a back injury from the Dolphins organization. What are they supposed to do? Say, nah, it looked like a head injury, so we're going to sit him out. Well, then, right. like, what are you doing? Then what's the point of having the doctors anyways? I, I do worry a little bit 
not just because you don't have Tua out there, because you know, contrary to popular belief, the guy's actually very important for the Dolphins to win. But I do worry a little bit for a rookie coach like Mike McDaniel, who has had a bit of a honeymoon start to his career with with the winning that's been going on, with him being charming, everybody kind of loving his press conferences. And I do, I felt like I when I heard him today, I I, I felt like I heard somebody a little bit beaten down and stressed by all of this like he's clearly a guy who cares a lot about Tua you know was still very emotional about what had happened days later and then even today he he, he did not seem like his normal light-hearted jokey self which is, is not a joking situation but I do worry that in his first year as a head coach that this could be just a situation that could just bog down on you like I feel like this could be very very stressful for him and you know, obviously top priority is to his health, but also look, the Dolphins and their Dolphin and their fan base still wants to go and win a game against the New York Jets, a big time rival that doesn't look like a joke uh, and just got their quarterback back in Zach Wilson. And I, I do worry that, you know, with Mike McDaniel, he kind of feels like he's been riding easy breezy on everything. Things have kind of just run natural for him. And in a weird way, that's not performance based. He's facing his first real adversity as a leader here, and I wonder how he's going to handle all of that because it kind of feels, just based on a face read, if I'm doing eyeball test, feels like it's stressing him out a lot, dude. And and it's so fair what you're saying there, Tobin. Think of this situation now moving forward. No matter when Tua gets cleared from per, uh, concussion protocols, and we probably won't know until they just say one day, hey, Tua's cleared, until the Dolphins just, release it we won't know no matter when it is whether it's after the Jets game no matter if it's three months from now going into the Dolphins Super Bowl run right like doesn't matter I'm giving you painting the two wildest scenarios people will question him the next time Tua gets his bell rung people will question him it'll come back every single time to whether or not the Miami Dolphins were negligent in handling this specific situation and you don't want that cloud looming over you as an organization. You just said it. Nothing's more important than to his health. And I think Mike McDaniel feels that way. Truthfully, I do. Like when he talks, we've talked about his authenticity. We've talked about the way he is just transparent and he's himself. And when you listen to him after the game and when you listen to him throughout the week before the game, he was putting to his health before anything else. He truthfully I didn't was. think he was going to play, dude. Well, that, when I heard him on Monday the day after the game happened they weren't mentioning head they were talking they were talking ankle and back but he was i don't think he was optimistic that Tua was going to play and then he revealed right. in his next press conference that they had had a conversation nearly at 11 o'clock at night which i imagine was Tua probably pressing him to play and i think with knowing that his relationship was to be the anti-brian flores and be the guy who supports his quarterback in a weird way. You have this star QB for the first time, maybe flexing his muscle and saying, no, Mike, I'm playing. And you're the rookie in that scenario. And yes, you have to be the leader, but Tua is the most famous part of this organization right now. Like it or love it. People can say whatever they want about the franchise. This is Tua's franchise right now. And Mike McDaniel's job hinges a lot on what his success is. And if the quarterback says he wants to play, I can see us. I can see a place where Mike is pressured into putting him out there, and yeah, I do feel like there is a lot of regret from him because 
you people can say play, but the results are what they are. And I do think he's shook up by what happened. And it's hard not to be. And Tobin, you and I, and you had brought it up, and I wanted to bring it up as well. And we talked about it right before the game, Wednesday, when we previewed the Thursday night football game. Why not? Again, this was just knowing that you had a head, I mean, I'm sorry, a back and uh, ankle injury, right? We were yep. totally disregarding a head injury because of what the doctors and because of what the NFL neurologist had said, that it wasn't a, a head injury. Yeah. Tua denied it being a head injury. Mike McDaniel was adamant that from what he was being told after all the protocols were met, wasn't a head injury. So you and I both discussed, why not just sit him, Right. If his back is hurting yeah. that much. And I'm just going, and I was just going, by the way, I'm just going off what they said. Right, I wasn't even right. like doing an investigation. I was going off of Mike McDaniel saying he told me his back was like Gumby and Tua saying it was very, very hard to throw the football. And I was just exactly. saying to myself with this back injury, well, maybe don't play football in two days. I don't yeah. know. Maybe just, you know, you guys are off to a three and zero start. Um, but I, but I also, I can see their side. I can see to a side of it where it's like, no, no, no. F that I'm a competitor. Tua, like, as nice as he is, he wants to shake that of, like, I still have an FU dog mentality, and I want to take on Joe Burro on national television in front of that snake Ryan Fitzpatrick who mocks me with his ukulele. You know, by the way, get your own bit, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you bum. Uh, that's neither here nor there. The point is, he wants to go and shine on national television, and yeah, like, I, I, I think that that pressures a coach into one. If your star player wants to play, he's going to play. After we recorded that episode, I spoke with Mike Cunio of CBS4, and I kind of brought up that question on the Hawk and Crowder show. I said, Mike, this guy's hurting. He said, he's out of his own mouth, to throw it hurts, to turn, to hand the ball off, it hurts, to run, he's in pain. Why not just sit him out for this game? Why are you going to possibly hurt him even more down the line where it could hurt you? And and Cunio had such a great answer, which is something you and I, neither you and I uh, said, which was, the Dolphins have missed the playoffs by how many games the last two seasons? One game. Yeah, it's twenty twenty. Missed mm -hmm. it, missed it because you lost to Buffalo. You got blown out in Buffalo week, whatever that was, seventeen or eighteen. Last season, you lose to Tennessee in Tennessee. You missed the playoffs by one game each of those seasons, both of Tua's seasons, uh, first two seasons in the NFL. And now you're telling Tua, who already has that mark of durability issues, who has already been told he'll never be Joe Burrow and he'll never be Justin Herbert. You're telling him he has a chance on national TV to not only silence the critics against Joe Burrow, but prove that he doesn't have durability issues. And the Miami Dolphins, the last two seasons, have missed the playoffs because he was unavailable for a stretch of the season. I mean, you, you were literally crafting the perfect argument for why a warrior, literally, this guy is a warrior, doesn't want to play. I think we've, we've also, because of, of Brian Flores, We've kind of have this image of Tua that he's like this soft, cuddly guy. And bro, this dude is a bleeping warrior. He really is. And it gets mm -hmm. lost. It gets lost because of of what we've seen from Tua, which was rib injury, finger injury, being held out. That's that's our image of Tua. Coming and into it, the league it, with a hip injury, you know, like coming into a league as looked upon as damaged goods. Right, right. And it's not it's not reflective of of what the truth is which is, and, and anybody who's paying attention knows, this dude is a competitor. And it kind of sounds like, you know, we're, we're being, I, I don't know, I feel like it, it may sound like we're being homers, but it, it's it's the reality where, you know, this isn't somebody who's going to sit there and say, hey, I'm cleared to go, but I'm not going to go. He's trying to prove to everybody, 
and trying to live up to what everybody wants him to be down here. And it's it's easier said than done to, to say, yeah, I can't go. I'm going to sit this one out. Like, he wants to be out there with his team. I just disagree with the idea that the Dolphins did anything evil. Like, you right. know, like this Chris Nowinski, who I hated on Tough Enough, by the way. You know, great wrestling heel. Uh, you know, and it seems like he's doing work that matters. And I don't want to, you know, poo-poo everything about brain work. Because seriously, it is an important thing. We don't understand what's going on with these guys' brains. But... I don't genuinely believe anybody in the Dolphins organization had Tua's, you know, w- was neglectful of Tua's health. Oh, I they think had malintent, right? Yeah, like, I, I don't put him out think, there. No, I don't think right. that was the case. I think yeah. that, you know, should we be way more cautious about something like that? Yeah, perhaps. But this is a savage sport. It, it is, you know, I, I mean, like, as much as I, jo- you know, we joke, you joke with Leroy back and forth. This is crazy. A man who I'm very good friends with and do a show with every day ha- can't open a bottle of water because he has to get his thumbs worked on for all that he does. He has to hang upside down like a bat, you know, because he played running back. I mean, you know, you and I, I don't think can comprehend this, but I also think that these guys also have a code and they don't understand. They 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 go about this in a different way. Um, and I do think that, you know, that desire to play and the relationship with the coach probably played a hand in it. And it's just, it, it really did blow up in their face in a bad way. Um, but something that happened that was really unfortunate, I don't think should be looked upon as something that is uh, that was done evil by the organization.